0: Welcome to Ascension of the Chessmen, diving into the esoteric, occult, spiritual, and conspiratorial aspects of life, focused on solutions to the problems we face in our everyday lives. Let us ascend above all differences. Let us be the light in darkness, a breath of fresh air to those who can hardly breathe, and together awaken into greatness. This is Ascension of the Chessmen with your host, Andre Mitty.
1: Welcome to the Ascension of the Chessmen podcast. I am your host, Andre Mitty. Today's guest is the daughter of Rosalind Zephyr and Lauren Zephyr, Chief Golden Light Eagle and Chief Standing Elk, and Star Knowledge Conference organizer coming up on 11.11 11 of this year. Ladies and gentlemen, hobbits and fairies, give a warm welcome to Nikki Zephyr. <laughs> nice to be here. So happy to have you, sister. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, truly an honor. And uh, I also uh, wanted to introduce my co-host Joy. Um, she is back.
0: Hi, everybody. I'm so excited to talk to Elk Woman. And um, this is just going to, may this be medicine.
1: And uh, Nikki, for those who aren't familiar, can you explain what it is that you do? And I guess what woke you up to realizing maybe there's more to this life than you were originally taught or thought? Well,
2: I've been working um, since I was 14, but living life with unconditional love top from mom and you know just seeing how people were living and I guess helping people or helping myself by growing and living life but awakening and finding myself when you know losing both parents I guess And so putting on the Star Knowledge Gathering again after my dad's passing is to bring people together and the truth behind the scenes, um, the people behind the scenes and the love that we can all bring to our children and our grandchildren and beyond from our hearts.
1: You talk a lot about the the star people and the significance of the star people uh, in the native culture. Um, I guess what was your upbringing like um, surrounding um, the star people?
2: I guess. Well, I know people call them aliens, Mm -hmm. and (laughs) of course, I. I mean, my dad recorded a lot of the rods and the starships. And so I've seen all of that, but I was, I guess, too busy. I went from being small to an adult with the snap of a finger, you know, having to raise kids. So I missed, I missed all that. But knowing that they are real and they are here and more awakening meeting, uh, Bill Holman with the crystal skull. And, you know, we are star people. Mm. Yeah. We are star people and we are from the stars.
0: I'd love to hear more about Bill Holman and the crystal skull. <laughs> Me too. My ears perked right up when I heard that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, My mom had a lot of friends and my dad obviously traveled the world and all his friends became, his family became my family. And so not until my dad passed that, you know, all these people started messaging and, you know, us connecting. And I guess what's going on in my head, other people are able to explain it without me even saying any, anything. And uh, yeah, Bill Homan has the crystal skull. I've got an honor to um, you know, talk to him on the phone and message and actually meet him in Ohio at Serpent Mound oh. for the peace summit. My dad's gone to the peace summits. He was there last year or this year. And then I, we got to spend time at his house in I think Illinois
0: so is your dad one of the protectors or was one of the protectors of the super mound
2: i'm not sure what he was yeah I I, I I don't know
0: yeah i've never been there but i heard it's just amazing and super sacred
2: yeah the yeah. mound is the people are and the peace summit is amazing mm-hmm. so, so when we'll did you the
0: take difference. over um Being the organizer for the 1111 conference, how did that come about?
2: Oh, I'm guessing about a a year ago after his passing and not knowing what to do. I mean, my dad had a ton of stuff and videos and books and, you know, edited by different people and all the ceremonies and, you know, not just from my dad. You know, this involved probably up to 50 people Mm. as far as the books. And I didn't ever read them before, but I knew they were important to other people. So I had to, I guess, pray and um, finally got them printed and getting them shipped off Mm. to um, all all parts of the world. Uh, Spain and uh, the list, yeah. um, UK, um, Australia, Germany, Canada, everywhere. It's amazing. I'd say at least seven or eight countries. And
0: you're going to a conference, or you got invited to a conference in Hawaii?
2: Um, no, I got asked if I would do the Star Knowledge Conference in Hawaii.
0: Wow, that's amazing! To continue it, yeah, yes, that's amazing. It's
1: amazing Spread the medicine. Yeah, That's uh, so I, I. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh yeah, um, I I was I was just gonna say like having to um, step into you know almost your dad's shoes like you know carrying on his legacy. And what that's been like for you. I'm sure it's been heavy to hold, but at the same time, having to, you know, be you and, you know, be your best self um, and still be unique in your own way, you know, and special in your own way. Yeah. Um, I guess everybody.
2: Each and even you and Joy and my kids, you know, everybody is wearing one or two pairs of his shoes, Mm -hmm. you know, walking the same the same way. Right. So it's not just me. It's all of us, you know, trying to, you know, get people together and spread love and Mm
0: -hmm. yeah, walk in a good way. Do you, do you feel your dad's presence with you?
2: (laughs) Oh, yes. Yeah. There's a lot of people, um, feel him and know, you know, with, with knowing what he's going to (laughs) say or having, I wouldn't say a a troubled part of the day or anything, but just knowing what he would do. (laughs) or what I used to do <laughs> when I would, you know, we call it venting, mm-hmm. he would totally ignore me <laughs> and play his guitar. Mm-hmm. So I guess not even worrying about the day and finding something good and just being happy helps. Because uh-huh. he, he played music, so I will play my phone like almost constantly mm-hmm. with music
0: yeah and probably the drum, especially right?
2: Uh, he played a lot of guitar mm. and piano. Oh wow.
1: Was he in any bands?
2: He was in a band. him and my mom were in a band in Yankton, South Dakota.
1: Oh nice. That's what cool. kind of music?
2: Uh, you can find it on YouTube. He played well he he sang his own songs. Okay. But he really loved the Beatles and the Eagles and um, Santana oh, awesome. and Yanni. <laughs> it's awesome. So, yeah, he cool. has eight or nine guitars here. Wow. I'm sure he had more. Where, where do you live? Uh, Picks town, South Dakota. South Dakota. Hmm. Yeah. Right by the river. So I should actually walk right down to the river, oh, by the Missouri River.
1: So uh, the, the the fact you're having this big event on 11-11 for what would it be, the uh, 26th year in a row? 26th, yep. Yeah. Um, you know, having it on this date, 11-11, 2022, um, what, what is the significance of 1111 to you? I know it's got a lot of <laughs> meaning behind it in the new age and spiritual community and stuff like that. I just wanted to get your take on, you know, what it means to you and to the conference.
2: Well, the first book is like the Bible and it's called the, um, and it is the 1111. Like it is a Bible. It is a different version of the Bible. Mm. Um, the universal laws of love it's the love frequency
1: mm. yeah and, uh, um, I, I heard your dad kind of go into like the 11 universal laws being more feminine while the 11 spiritual laws are more masculine um, uh-huh. I, I guess can you explain that any further or like the significance of that
2: well, okay,, Hang on. I have a book, yeah, so the what you really want to to have the balance of both, so each one of us is feminine and masculine, right, so it isn't about a man and a woman, it's being both, so I can say me, for instance um. I've been my kids' mom and dad for at least 18, 19 years. Mm -hmm. So right now we're in the spiritual way of cosmic sound. And it's kind of like a M with an upside down cross in the middle with the M. Um, Oceans, nations, and cells of the trees, voice of ancient would be the... um, the spiritual way and then if you flip it upside down you know then it's a, a little bit different meaning but the same but having that balance mm.
0: and that's the time frame we're in right now yes yeah.
1: so yeah. Um, so so yeah i was just gonna bring up what? like uh I was listening to your dad talk about, you know, just the whole prophecy thing. And he's like, you notice a lot of these people that talk about prophecy, uh, you don't hear their prediction until after it happened. And um, I'm also curious about the the Hopi prophecy and what your thoughts are on this. Like, are we living through that now? Um, do you think... Um, yeah, I, I guess, would, would you feel we're currently living through the Hopi prophecy?
2: I think we are. Yeah, I would agree. I, I mean, hearing the, the white buffalo calf woman, the prophecies, and, um, you know, I, from hearing everybody else and living, I think, you know, the times are changing, and people and our kids, you know, we need to start changing their mindset. And I think we can do it. So I would say we are living through the prophecy. And it's the the age of Aquarius, Joy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep.
0: You've got five children, correct? And one of them is named Joy. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yep. She's my oldest. She just turned 21.
1: Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I guess, um, when did uh, it start to really quick for you spiritually? Like, at a very young age, um, did you feel just spiritually open and ready to receive?
2: Well, growing up was different. Um, As far as spiritual, you know, we lived it. And, you know, with ghosts and my dad would say not to look backwards if, you know, to look forwards. And one time, one time I fell and looked backwards and seen something there, you know, he also said not to run, not to be afraid. And it was dark. It was probably five in the morning and I didn't run, you know, so he, he taught me a lot, um, um, you know, going into sweats, um, sun dances, and then I didn't really lose it, but I guess took a break or a pause. I don't know what you want to call it, you know, and then having kids and having to work, yeah. having to do the, the mom thing and pay bills and, you know, it was just busy. And then my dad wasn't here. We did have family that had sweats and, you know, but it was, you know, it was hard for me, I should say. But still living spiritually, trying to stay grounded and and living life.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, you know, we've been fortunate to sit in an EP here uh, locally in Lincoln. Um, you know, almost every weekend, it's uh, it's it's just so purifying every week. To, like to go in there and be able to. Lay things down, but also, you know, pray for everyone and be a part of that circle, and you know, pray for your loved ones that aren't there, and
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, just such such a powerful ceremony, um, and highly recommend it to anyone.
2: Mm-hmm. And um, you know, um, you know, I can say that I every day, you know, pray for everybody that I see, just seeing them and praying for them and, you know, in my mind. So being physically in a sweat lodge every day is really cool. But having to ground and being in a sweat lodge is different and really, really good too.
0: Yeah. And it has been a huge part of my um, sobriety from alcohol um I actually think that it's helped me more than my program because I go in there and you know it's amazing because as soon as the you're surrounded by people but as soon as the door closes you know the flap closes you're like all by yourself and you're dealing with a lot of the shadow you know mm-hmm. and a lot of um pain and trauma and you're just like releasing it into the grandfathers into the rocks and um mm-hmm. I really wish I would have started my son out earlier you know mm-hmm. how how old were you when you started going into an EP?
2: um probably a baby uh my mom and dad would say that I would stand up and dance in a <laughs> sweat
0: yeah
2: wow. it's so super- I guess I started out young
0: Yeah, it's super humbling when you're dying in in an EP in a sweat lodge and the kids are just chilling, you know, they're doing fine because they're so spiritually poor, you know, pure, pure. And I'm so spiritually poor, you know, like I'm in the back, like flopping around like a fish, you know, that like, it's just like my plant medicine ceremonies that I've taken part of, you know, like as soon as you, the more you fight it, the harder it is. But once you finally surrender to it, then you can get the healing. Uh
1: Uh-huh.
0: Yeah. How long have you been sober? Um, I've been sober for 14 months. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um,
2: Next, uh, sweat lodge.
1: Sweat. What's up?
2: When's your next Uh,
1: Joy will probably go Wednesday. I'm going to go next Saturday.
2: Yeah. My my
0: son is Lakota Sioux, and so um, he hurt his knee, and they did a healing ceremony for him. I really do believe that it did help his knee, and yeah. that medicine is powerful.
1: Um, so how was how was the experience of Sundance? Um, you know, just being around um, all that energy and uh, taking it in, and you know, just being there to watch. I, I assume has to be a powerful thing. Okay,
2: so for the last couple years,
1: watching? Um,
2: yeah, so kind of like recording in your own head, you know, all the love and all the support that we're giving the dancers and knowing what they're dancing for, you know, for their families and for us and we're there for them and knowing that they're giving something up for people that need prayers and the tree and the sun and the clouds and everything, you know, we all work together. Um, But this year I got to Sundance and be in that center Mm -hmm. and be the one to pray hard and to, to be there was, you know, really powerful and I really didn't want to stop I wanted to keep going for the four days
0: was this your first Sundance
2: um yeah
0: it's awesome yep I bet your dad was with you (laughs) so proud yeah yeah
1: I guess uh, for the lay listeners, Nikki, can you kind of take us through what a Sundance entails and, um, you know, how tough it is um, mentally, physically, and spiritually?
2: Um, A Sundance is four days of purification, Um, getting your mind and body and you know, slowing down and getting ready. Um, You give to your spiritual advisor, helper. You um, give him la. you give him elk teeth and a blanket for helping you. And each four days that we dance, so we get up at, I don't know, dark, time and go into sweat lodge and before we go out there and dance around the tree um for me would be a different experience for somebody else because I being my first time I didn't struggle because I felt other people's love and you know I didn't get hungry I didn't get thirsty You know, it's all love and praying for you know our people and our kids and you know our schools to see to see to be there and to see it is you know, you would I don't know. (laughs) It's hard to explain your feelings. It's just amazing and having you know beings that my dad passed and he was here for two years. He was in Iowa for I don't even know how many years doing it there. And then him passing and passing it on to would be my nephew, he Haka. Um He brought his Sundance camp. So it was two combined in one and we're, we probably would have had over a hundred answers. Wow. But it was amazing.
0: Do you do that in Porcupine Bluff or
2: Pine Ridge? Actually, um, right here down to Greenwood, closer mm-hmm. to the river. Oh, it's mean, wow. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Just so uh, you know, I'm going to travel to Lincoln one of these days for your NEP. I
1: would oh, love would that. would
2: love that. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Um yeah, something something your dad had said in one of his talks. Um, he said, before you make a change, announce your change and pray for the people you're going to announce it to. Hmm. And uh that really stuck with me. Uh you know, and that's something I've wrestled with too. Um, you know, whether it's stopping an addiction or whatever it may be, um you know, wanting to announce it to people because sometimes, you know, it can feel like if you keep it in, you know, it, it, you'll be better off. Um, but when you tell people, it almost holds you more accountable, you know?
2: Yeah. You're. You're also pop- praying or, for
1: those people that they're going to accept you just as you are.
2: Yeah. Your words are powerful.
1: 100%.
2: And I think that's why I, I'm more of a quiet person. I'm afraid to say the wrong thing. Mm. But knowing that when I do say something, I probably will do it.
1: (laughs) (laughs) You speak very well. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Yeah. So uh, it's also quoted that your dad is one of the original code carriers of Turtle Island. Um, can you get into that at all and what that entails?
2: Um, I don't know a hundred percent, but he does say also in some of the videos that, you know, when you Sundance, the sun gives you codes, the whales give you codes mm. when they come out of the water. So we all have codes. Mm. So you're a code carrier. All right we're all code carriers right so So just what
0: do we awaken those codes by you know doing sweat lodges um you know uh walking in a good way um helping elders what are the ways in which you um you know unlock those codes within you
2: I'm just learning mm-hmm. I'm going to guess by sun dancing mm-hmm. and by living um, with your heart and you know growing mm-hmm.
0: yeah you just you just said the sun gives the colors <laughs> right. so there you go you already told me <laughs> <laughs>
2: Yeah, um, he has so many videos. Um so many. you know, after he, he passed, I tried to listen to them and would fall asleep and you know, not get a finish listening to him. But it was weird because some of the stuff that he taught, I did. Does that make sense? Yeah. Some people are doers, some people are talkers, so he was helping other people there and saving lives around the world. You know, I met that person and he said, your dad saved my life. I, I had no idea, you know, just one person after another, after another, after another. So are anybody you... can do it. Yeah, for sure.
1: Yeah. So, um, what would you say you're bringing differently, uh, this year to the star conference, Um, As far as like the idea behind it this year, um, is there anything that's going to be different this year in terms of how you're doing it from past years?
2: Well, I didn't do it last year. He was going, you know, states, he'd be in Ohio. He would be in Iowa. He would be in California. He would be in, um, I don't even know. I would just write down the state where he'd be And he'd be home when he would be home. So he went everywhere. So I don't think it was just once a year. It was probably five times a year that he did these conferences. And I didn't know what to call it, a gathering. Um, So Giorgio Bon Giovanni got a hold of his interpreter, Giorgio um, Piacenza, from Florida, or Italy, actually, while I was sun dancing. And he wanted to help me. Um, Giorgio Bon Giovanni was also here in 1996. So as far as bringing something different this year, it would be, I don't know, the only difference would be my dad's not here and that it's back home. And the difference is you, yeah, the, you know, you're, you're,
0: you're making the difference. You're making this happen. <laughs> and that's so cool that this guy that helped your dad initially happens to come to you while you're sun dancing. Yeah. Yeah. It's amazing. You can't make that stuff up. No.
2: Oh my gosh. You're being led daily. Daily. It would be stuff that you cannot, be <laughs> 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 wouldn't be made up.
0: You know, since I've been doing an EP's, I've been noticing a lot more, you know, and finding everything uh, sacred and finding feathers, you know, um, seeing birds, seeing like an eagle over the lake. Do you, what do you believe um, about those signs and do you get them from your dad?
2: Um, Yes. After he passed, there was the lights and my phone You've seen the movie Lucy, right? Yeah. Okay, just like that. Mm -hmm. My phone would go crazy. It would um, hang up most of the time. If I would bring something up, it would hang the phone up. Um, It would also start playing a video if I was on a phone call with somebody, but it wouldn't be from YouTube. And it would show on both ends of the phone. So if I was on the phone with you, you would also see the video. So the video that was playing one time was a snake. Mm. And it was really weird. It's like, okay, where where did this come from? You know, no idea, you can't find it on YouTube. Um, In the car, like Transformers, um, Mm. songs would come on, on Bluetooth and it wouldn't be coming from my phone. It would play from YouTube, but my phone would not be on in order for it to be playing from YouTube. Wow. I would have stuff like that would happen. Um, eleven, eleven, seeing eleven, eleven, and twelve, twelve, and thirteen, thirteen, and it was constant.
0: Mm.
2: And so it was, you know, that he was here. Mm. Um, the phone calls, the people, the different people. Um, like I said, uh, peace summit is next week in Ohio. Uh, meeting all of those people and just seeing. Everything happened mm-hmm. was amazing and like magic. <laughs> you know, everything happens for a reason. It so. really
0: does. I feel like everything happens to teach us if we uh-huh. have the eyes to see it. You know,
2: uh huh. Mm-hmm. Their eyes are our uh, camera. Um. After he passed, I I was reading the cards and I was trying to thank a grandma. You know, she wrote a card and I knew she was next door and, I ran next door and I said, I'm going to thank you right now. You know, thank you for the car. Thank you for the gifts. And they're looking up and there's three eagles circling each other. So I'm like, okay. So there's one, two, three, four, there's four or five people sitting outside, including me. And then I said, well, I have to get my dad's bonnet. And I'm pointing with my hand (laughs) um, to the truck behind my car. And there was a big dragonfly just circling my car, mm. going around and we're staring at I'm like, okay, now what? <laughs> so yeah, it was like, it was crazy. Um, actually seeing my mom walking, but it was another person and me not being the only one to see that, you know, I had a witness standing behind me, see it also. And I, you know, I shook my head and, you know, she'll even tell you that we both looked in shock because we seen my mom walking, but it wasn't my mom. It was, well, it probably was my mom.
0: You know, speaking of your mother, you know, we were talking off mic before we hit record and you were talking about the incredible loss that you had Uh with your mom and Uh um, how that brought you to... um, this place of surrender and just allowing, you know, spirit to move through you. Do
2: you want to talk a little on that? Oh, I can. Yeah. Um, I was my mom's birthday present. Mm -hmm. So I was, you know, January 14th, 1985. Her birthday's the 15th Mm -hmm. of 55. So she was 30 years old when she had me. She had five miscarriages before me. And I didn't know what number I was until my dad had passed. I thought I was in the middle, (laughs) but I was their last. And another person will tell you that they prayed for me in sweat lodge. And that's how I came. Um, My mom loved everybody. Um, She was white. (laughs) Uh, Blair is her last name. But she kept my dad's last name, Zephyr, after, um, after their, so they were married and divorced before I was born. But my mom stuck with him her whole life. So me witnessing that, you know, her love that she had for him in the days that she was um, passing, I would call my dad and he would be right here. You know, with, with his other women, he was still here for my mom. So we were both connected on different levels. Me and my mom were the same, so we fought a lot. So I had my dad. And so after my mom passed, I still had my dad. Um, he said to pretend she was away for, on vacation that was a little easy because she was always gone for like chemo um so after my dad passed you know it was like he was away to still doing his work but still having to um you know do all all this stuff it's really good it it keeps us busy and not forgetting what he did
0: yeah. So his legacy has, has helped you. Oh, yeah. Grieve and also stay, <laughs> you, help you stay busy as well. Oh, yeah. You know? um, thank you for allowing yourself to be vulnerable and share that with us. Um, yeah, grief can be so painful, but such an incredible teacher. And I do feel like what your dad said in a way is true. You know, they are on a vacation because we yeah. will meet again because like like you know there's no Lakota word for goodbye yeah yeah so I'll see
2: you yeah mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah but this is I, I always felt bad mm-hmm. yeah I always felt bad when other people lost somebody you know I didn't know what it was like so I didn't know what to say or I didn't I didn't understand anything so I had to live it to understand it, to try my best to help other people. Mm-hmm. So it's not a bad thing. My dad knew he was going to go. I think everybody knows when they're going to go. We're all going to go. Right. It's just, we're going to live our best and teach our kids.
1: And uh you know, uh, are, are, your kids curious about the ways, um, more and more? Um, no. It
2: was, it was a fight to get them to Sundance, um, the last couple of years, because I didn't take them to Sundance's. I didn't bring them to sweats, um, because we were busy working. I worked, I had worked my job and then I would worked another side job and, the weekends I would try to work some more and then they would work with me without even, you know, getting paid. So they started working before even working. They're amazing kids, but now, um, my girls are more wanting to know. And, um, my second daughter, um, Ava, she's going to Sundance next year. Um, Cause she had to, well, they all had to take care of each other, but, um, you know, she got to witness me out there and she, I'm sure she knows how important it is. So it's time for our young ones and your young ones to learn. There are young ones out there on the tree, you know, they're eight yeah. years old, nine years old. Mm. So, yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm learning. I, I, I started to, you know, turn to these ways because of my son. And then, you know, I was trying to force him to come and what I've learned is all I can do is walk in a good way and lead by example. And then, you know, he'll hopefully want what I have, you know, I can't force it on him because they'll come in divine timing, right? Cause they will right. come. They'll come when they're ready. How old is he? He's 15.
2: I have a 15
0: year old. Um, That's the hardest. Oh man, he's like the best and worst of me. And it's like looking in a mirror and just like, I've called my mom and said, I am so sorry. (laughs) I was such a jerk, you know, because I'm like, karma is real. It plays out, you know, and generational Mm -hmm. trauma. (laughs) I'm sure you know all about that. That plays out Mm -hmm. in, in your family line. Oh yeah. And so oh, yeah. but all we can do is heal ourselves and hopeful hope that our healing will reverberate through that line. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. And they have so much to learn too. Oh yeah. So trying to trying to teach them, hey, this is what's gonna happen. I'm not sounding crazy, but
1: <laughs> Yeah, the hard parts <laughs> wait until they're ready. <laughs> yeah. Not force feed though. Into like they'll start asking and you then you get the evil laugh yep. <laughs> <laughs> told you so <laughs> knew you'd come along <laughs> Yeah, yeah sometimes yeah. you just gotta help the young ones along you know <laughs> they're learning oh, at their yeah. own pace i, was, I know yeah. i was a slow learner <laughs> i've been curious since a young age
0: so have they they made marijuana uh, medical right there in South Dakota is it recreational
2: I think it's it's in Flandry you have to have a card um there is like going to be a place opening up in Wagner do you think that's helping
0: the do you think that's helping the community
2: it hasn't opened yet but I'm sure it will um I don't want to say meth is a problem I wish I, I couldn't say that but we're all learning and it makes yep. us pray harder.
0: Yeah. My experience when I went up, like before I started walking in these ways, I went up to Pine Ridge um, with Habitat for Humanity. And it was so sad because we were like on the outskirts and mm-hmm. we were like, you know, building porta-potties and stuff and skirting trailers, but they didn't take us to the people, you know, they like go to powwow and go to sweats. But um, when I was talking to some of the people, they said they had made alcohol illegal. In white clay, right, and then the meth labs started to show up on the res. and so they substituted alcohol for meth, and they, it was just ravaging the community. Uh huh. Yeah. So I think I was talking to another friend that lives in Pine Ridge, a roadman, and um, he said that marijuana is really helping the community with with their with their meth addiction. Um, yeah, and that that makes me very happy. Is. that's a plant medicine it's here yeah. to
2: heal yeah i hope it does
1: totally yeah i definitely like to see uh more native owned um dispensaries open up up there because i do think it could really help the community I and mean, provide jobs and you know so many other things i mean it's a it's a god-given plan it's a god-given right to grow and use this plant you know or yeah it's the healing of the nations they say and um I definitely see it having a place um and us taking it back I never I never think it should have been made illegal in the first place and yeah here we are and I think we're it, in history thankfully yeah it's a joke yeah. I mean
2: all the laws there. that's why it's important for us to teach our kids yep because they're gonna be the lawmakers one day
1: exactly Yep. Passing of the torch.
0: mm mm-hmm. Can I um, ask you what, how we can um,
2: learn more about the STAR conference this year? StarKnowledge1111.com Beautiful. You can find a few of the speakers. Um, there's a few more not on the poster. <laughs> or you can find me on Facebook, um, Nikki Zephyr. Or my dad's honoring page, Chief Golden Light Eagle honoring page. Or Star Knowledge 1111 on Facebook. Awesome. Um, You can get tickets on Eventbrite under StarKnowledge1111.com. Awesome. And I will have vending space. Oh, nice. So if anybody wants to contact me to be a vendor... Um, I can have probably 11 more vendors.
1: 100%. Yeah, yeah we know a lot of vendors. <clears throat> we know a lot of vendors here in Lincoln that might be interested in that. So, we'll so is try. lodging
0: yeah. going to be hard there in Kyle, South Dakota?
2: You mean Pickstown?
0: Pickstown. Is, is it in... Wagner. Wagner. Oh, Wagner. Wagner, sorry. Yeah. It. <laughs> Wagner, South Dakota. So um, where is Wagner close to? Is, is
2: lodging going to be easy for people to come? Well, the speakers will be lodging at the Fort Randall Casino and Hotel right on top of the hill, just two miles from where I live. There's also two um, hotels, Fort Randall Inn and Dakota Inn right here in Pickstown, and there's a hotel in Wagner, uh, Wagner Lakeside Hotel. There's also campsites um, down here in Pickstown. Thank if anybody to wants like, to
1: camp out i have to go the camping route
0: i think our, our <laughs> buddy drew is gonna be there
1: yeah i was yeah. just gonna say Drew person. yeah
2: yeah we'll be there he's he's <laughs> gonna be there yeah i okay. love that guy and dave dave cruz is also uh um from uh, strange universe no okay. strange strange something um from california
1: Yeah, and uh, Dwight Eisenhower's granddaughter is going to be there too, right? I think she's great-great-granddaughter. Great-great-granddaughter.
2: Yep, Laura. Yeah. Laura Eisenhower will be there.
0: And this is November 11th through the 13th. Yes. In
2: Wagner, South Carolina. In Wagner. Yep, Big Bye is coming from California. Um, Senior GGO is coming from Oregon, I want to say. Awesome. Are I have so gonna, many people. Are they going to have a NIPI? Sweat lodges? I don't know. Um, I have, there's going to be 16 speakers. Um, Haka is going to open up. He's a chief. Uh, my cousin Galen, he's going to be a, a speaker of 11-11. I think it's going to go pretty late to where, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. I don't know. (laughs) I look forward to
1: it.
0: (laughs) That's what I love about the community. It's so much fun and there's so much laughter and love. You know, I've never felt like such a part
2: of a family. That's not my blood. Yeah. Yeah. If we're going to have a sweat, we're going to be up late and hopefully not tired for the next morning.
1: (laughs) Well, uh, thank you so much for coming on sister. I'll definitely put all your links in the description. Um, I just wanted to ask you, uh, do you have any daily spiritual practices that kind of help you, um, get through those tough times as they come up?
2: Um, no, just Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) Breathing. Yeah. Yeah. Learning how to breathe and smile Mm -hmm. and finding a reason to laugh. Love it. A nice yeah. reason. Yeah. And Facebook, I got
0: a lot of good like memes that come up, you know, a lot of spiritual oh, yeah. wisdom that I oh, get yeah. on there.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Music. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. It's like, yeah. you don't have to unplug from Facebook. You just have to flood it with uh, good stuff.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: <laughs> That's the trade off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah like also surprised. walking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Knowing when to unplug.
0: And also going back down by the river. Yeah, Yeah, I don't get much
2: time down there. But yeah, down by the river, taking the kids fishing.
1: Well, uh, we definitely look forward to meeting you and uh, coming out to the conference. I recommend anyone in the area come on out. Um, Should be an awesome event and a lot of awesome speakers. It's only four hours from Lincoln, Nebraska. So um, I think we're going to head up there and uh, make a good weekend out of it.
0: Thank you so much for your time. Thank you. It's been a wonderful conversation. Thanks for
2: having me.
1: Thank you all for listening. Um, I hope you found something of value in this conversation, um, found uh, a moment of presence throughout it. And uh, I send you all peace and love. And I hope you all have a beautiful rest of the week. Thanks for listening.